Hello and welcome to episode eight of the second season of the Roughed Up Podcast. My name is Wes Yee and I'm joined as always by Matt Armstrong and Mike Rowe. What's up, boys? So, let's get us into the playoffs here. <laughs> Struggling well, to the finish. We're on a roll. We're on a roll. Yeah, I was going to say, I think we had a, at least Roy and I had a pretty good week last week uh, in Pick'em Benning Army. Uh, not not sure what your stats are. My locks was. are coming undone here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my lock my lock also fell. Actually, let's recap that to start this off. So, um, as you can see in our newly updated show notes, we actually tracked our locks for the first time. So, Roy came through with the Bears plus six, and I don't know if you recommended it, but but I took it and went on on the money line there, and that one came through for us. So, hat, hats off to you. Nice way to go. Well done. Army had Rams minus two. Unfortunately, even without a quarterback, the Eagles were able to cover that one. So. Oh, that one hurt. I had the Giants plus six, which looked really good for about 45 minutes and then uh, looked very terrible for the, <laughs> the rest of that game. Uh, and then Olivia, finally, uh, the, the Broncos came through to spite her Jets minus one pick. Um, and then, as we saw uh, as well, Josh McCown out for the year with a, a broken hand um, in, in tragic fashion. So... Yeah, kind of fun fact or unfun fact for Jets fans, but yeah, I was looking at that, looking for that clip, and turns out the Jets have not had a quarterback start all sixteen games since nineteen eighty. Doesn't seem doesn't seem possible, but uh, nonetheless, what a, what a crazy stat. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, we've had some interesting ones this year come up. Uh, there was the what is the oh can you name the the third most winning quarterback in Buffalo? In history, Roy. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah I know that one. Oh yes, Tom Brady, and then uh, the winningest quarterback in Cleveland in the last like 16 years is Roethlisberger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty fantastic. We'll look forward to to some more of those uh, with your boy uh, Jimmy G here in uh, San Francisco. All right, but with that, we are now in week 15 NFL lines. Pretty incredible to be in week 15. The Season just flies by. It's kind of crazy. I still feel like it, uh, it just started. But but here we are, and uh, we've got quite a good slate of games, I feel like. I don't know about you guys, but let's start with the earliest primetime game, which is Thursday. Uh, this is, if I've ever seen a Thursday night game, this is it. It's the Denver Broncos at the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, two teams going nowhere fast. Two teams probably... Uh, on the short list of teams looking to replace their coaches, I would say. Venture a guess. I would set the over-under on coaches fired here at one and a half. <laughs> um, but the Broncos are a three-point favorite at Indianapolis. Roy, what do you like here? Yeah, Denver seems to have pulled themselves out of, out of this train wreck that they've been on the last, what, eight weeks. Um, and I think last week was a good spot for them. Um, even though I had bet the Jets, in hindsight, you can make the case they're at home. Jets are still really a bad team. This is a good spot for Denver, and they showed it. So I saw an article that said that Denver might, like, what's going to happen for, for the rest of the season? Um, bold predictions. And one of them was that Denver would win out and sort of leave their fan base in this sort of nebulous, like, 6 and 10 or sort of weird, you know, gray area and i feel like that's pretty true i think denver is gonna win here and win out and sort of hang on to this weird not terrible you know bottom but not 
a, a mediocre team. Um, <clears throat> I think this is a good team and a bad team situation. Even though Denver's not played well lately, I still think that the, their defense is solid and they have better players than Indy. Um, even though it's at Indy, I think it's just play the better team. The line is less than a field goal from what I see, uh, plus two and a half. And oh wait, you said plus three or two and a half is the line? Uh, right now it's at three. Oh, it's at three. Okay, so even still a field goal, um, I'll just take the better team. And I think Denver's defense will still step up. And uh, they should cover by I'm a seven here. Could I change your mind if I told you that the Broncos coach, who I was just saying will probably be fired, uh, began watching last week's Bills and Colts game and turned the game off after 15 plays? <laughs> I don't know what you could glean from that. <laughs> they were yeah. just playing in the snow. There was, it was like 0-0 zero, zero, like for halftime. You know? It was just <laughs> not a real football game, just, just people playing in the snow. So. Also I don't think that... Denver's defense have a problem here. Also seeing here that uh, Adam Vinatieri's two missed kicks in that game are going to cost him uh, half a million half dollars. A million dollars. <laughs> yeah. oh, ridiculous. All right, Army, your thoughts on Denver Indy, the Manning, the Manning Bowl, the Peyton Bowl. This looks um, suspicious. You've got yeah, Indy coming off that like subterranean uh, uh, weather. Uh, Frank Gore ran like forty times, which is like a ridiculous number for a forty-year-old. And uh, so, yeah, definitely Denver looked great. Um, they beat the Jets, so um, I'm not sure where you want to put the value on that. I think um, if I had to bet this, I would go with the Colts. Like, plus three at home, I don't think – I still don't think Denver is a very good football team. Um, I think there was just a an easy, easy chance for the Jets to let down there. Um, it's kind of a game I would rather throw away. The Colts, again – uh, I don't, I, you know, I don't know what's, what's up with this team, but, um, they, they played, I guess, kind of a good game against the Bills who are semi playoff contenders. Um, I, I think I just take the Colts here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you. I think, uh, more a bet against Denver than on the Colts. I, I don't like betting. I don't like taking, uh, giving points on the road with bad quarterback. Um, and, and a bad coach, and I think Denver has both of those things. Uh, so I'll be on Indy here. You know, not not a big not a big play, but give me the points at home. Indy is they've got you know Jacoby Brissett is not terrible. He can make plays, and he's uh, you know he's had, he's had some games under his belt now. So I like them to to pull one out here. Thursday night game too. I think I, I tend to favor the home teams um, in those type situations. Um, so we'll go with that. But ugly game probably will not watch. Um, why don't we do both Saturday games since we have the unusual Saturday games this weekend and we can do them kind of quick. Um, one of them is a really good game and the other one is the Bears game. Uh, so I think it's worth covering both. So uh, Bears at Lions is the first game. That one's a six-point spread. Lions are home favorites here, Army. Um, if I hear Jim Bob Cooter's name uh, one more time during a broadcast... Uh, <laughs> I just don't understand the this like oh he's got such a great connection with Stafford. It's like how many how many years has this been the year of Stafford and then he just kind of you know flounders around for half a game and stuff. He is, uh, I thought, he is who we thought he was, right? This is this yeah. is Matt Stafford. There's no development. He yeah, so uh twenty nine. I think these are just two bad teams. So I'm not sure why they're getting I mean uh the Bears 
looked okay, I guess. Um, I guess we'll probably have to get Roy's opinion. I, re I really kind of didn't like this game. I thought it was kind of an unlucky line here. Um, it's it's probably something I stay away from here. Um, maybe go with the Bears. All right, Roy. Hey, man. Uh, I think it's too many points. Uh, in their last, whatever, dozen meetings, I think nine of them have been a field goal or less, the final score. So these two teams play tough. Um, really nothing that Denver has showed, I mean, that uh, Detroit has showed me in the last couple of weeks proved that they can, that they deserve to be six-point favorites. Um, and the Bears just went out and blew away the Bengals on the road. So I think the Bears have life, have fight. Um, it, it should be a close game. I mean, Stafford, he's still probably not 100%, still injured. And it should be closer to, to a field goal, not six. Give me the points in the Bears. Let's make it a unanimous. And I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't like uh, that defense at all. The Lions' defense. Uh, you know, you look at the teams that they've played that that can run the ball really effectively. Uh, the one that really jumps out at me is New Orleans, putting up 52. Uh, not saying Chicago will do that, but if you can't stop the run against the Bears, that's a real team. And six points is too much to give to a team like that. So. Uh, put me a down for the Bears as well. And the money line, I think uh, this is, yeah, Stafford not not 100%. This is probably where the wheels fall off for the Lions. Um, yeah, don't see him don't see him staying in it here. All right, and then the good game, probably, you know, this is probably, is this for the division? I don't know. We'll, we'll see, I guess. But the Chargers at the Chiefs, this is a one-and-a-half-point line. Chargers are road favorites at the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs started off the season 5-0 and famously. Um, have really kind of collapsed, losing four of their last five. But they did beat the Raiders in kind of a must-win game and, and probably ended the Raiders season there. Um, but this one, yeah, at home, you know, Arrowhead Stadium, one of the big uh, home field advantages. Still, they're going to be uh, home underdogs. I was actually looking to make this my pick of the week. Um, but since it is prime time, we'll just, we'll just take a shot on it. I, I, I like Kansas City. Um, you know, give me a team that has a high ceiling, has a strong running game, a, a, you know some strong defensive players and and that home field advantage in the winter against uh, the the Chargers. I'm in money line. You're uh you're not so sold on the Chargers Super Bowl favorites here. Uh, there's um, a, there might be a bit of a sunk cost here. I've been anti Chargers for several weeks now. So, but I'm all in. I'm in on I'm in on the Chiefs here, and uh, I think this is where this is where the the it, this is where the Chargers turn back into a pumpkin. Uh, I would agree. I, I saw this line as well, and I was shocked just on historical numbers. Like um, these are, yeah, division rivals. Um, KC notoriously great home field. Um, the Chargers have uh, been pretty solid. Uh, soon I'll sway you to the dark side, um, but I think um, two points at home. That's I'm just going to take that. That's too easy for me. Mikey, what do you got? Yeah, this is actually one of my best bets as well. Uh, I think Casey has a great home field advantage, and you and if you look at the the matchups of players, like you could say they have a better running back in Hunt, a better tight end in Kelsey. Tyreek Hill is a freak. I mean, Keenan Allen's solid, but just matched up wise, Casey has the better talent, I, I believe. And even though they've struggled the past few weeks, and kind of looked even so. Uh, Recent history pushes this line incorrectly, where Chargers have looked 
great the last four weeks, and KC hasn't done anything really except for this last victory against the Raiders. And I think it's just it's it's not accurate. KC is good at home. This is where they come up and make a push into the postseason and take the division and maybe make some noise going forward. But I'm all over KC here. You know, the, the Chargers have beaten up on some pretty terrible uh, opponents in their four-game win streak. They beat the Bills, the Cowboys with no Zeke Elliott, the Browns, and the Redskins, who have basically given up on their season. Uh, also important to remember, these teams played in Week 3 uh, in, in Los Angeles, the Chiefs winning that game 24-10. to 10. Um, So going back to a couple weeks ago when we were talking about, you know, tough to beat a team twice, so they, they will have some adjustments to make, but I think these are two these two teams, it's been, you know, 10 weeks since then these are two very different teams and and i agree with you guys um obviously on the chiefs here money line uh lock it up oh yeah there's definitely uh something you can definitely look into uh the oakland game as well it was not uh what the final score looked like it was like something like 24 to nothing um but yeah. in that game and then you know car and then just kept heaving the ball down the field they end up you know picking up some scores so it was really a, a their best showing in a really long time. So maybe, you know, they found some kind of uh, defensive magic. Um, I think I'm I'm ready to just keep betting against the Chargers until they win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, this could be another one where you look at the first half. Kansas City, uh, they they team they seem to come out pretty strong, and and I would say that would be another place to look as well. Is Marcus Peters back again, or is he is he suspended for this game? I was saying, uh, oh, he was suspended at the Giants game, I think. And now he, so he missed this, and now yeah, he's yeah. back for the Chargers. That's right, back in, so back he, in the lineup. Yeah, so that's a blow. One blow. of my, one of my favorite uh, moments of the season so far is him throwing that flag <laughs> into the stands. <laughs> really enjoyed that. All right, let's go to our next primetime game, which is Sunday Night Football. The two bad boy teams of the league, Silver, uh, Dallas Cowboys at the Oakland Raiders. Cowboys are a three-point road favorite here. I hate this. I think uh, I'm on the Raiders here. Give me the points. I am still not buying this Cowboy resurgence. Uh, for three quarters, they were the equivalents of the the Giants, um, one of the worst teams in the league. Raiders certainly not good, but home field, prime time, you know, against the team that uh, has been streaking, but against horrible teams. I'm I'm on the Raiders here. I I'm. I think I'm going to go with the Cowboys here. Uh, for however much you think uh, the Cowboys are dysfunctional, the Raiders are ten times that. Um, I know you don't listen to any sports talk radio in the Bay Area, but um, Del Rio's been on the hot seat for the past couple of weeks. Um, this team was a, a pretty strong playoff contender uh, coming into the year, and they've been just so flip-floppy with, like, Poor performance, uh, on-field mental problems. Uh, the penalties are still something that you know Oakland just is a franchise problem. I think they're significantly worse than Dallas. Dallas still has pieces of a of a real team, um, minus Zeke. And I, I think um, I think the Raiders are just going to get blown out here. They I, they they're done. This is the last, probably the last home game in Oakland. By the way, yeah, uh, before they head off to <laughs> Vegas. No, that's not for like for another uh, two years. It's not. Oh no, it's like t- uh, 2020. I think that they're gonna open the stadium. Oh. They're gonna fold as a team after this season. <laughs> I mean, like, they might play somewhere else in the Bay Area, but yeah. it's 
it's not Vegas yet. Oh, well then, uh, yeah, I I was hmm. I was talking, talking to a couple Raider fans and they're they're finished with the team, so I <laughs> I thought it was the the last one, but I guess bad information. All right, <laughs> Roy, your thoughts on this one? I do like Oakland here. I I, I think that they're they're not as bad as they looked, and uh, sure, like some of those points uh, at at KC like might have been garbage points, but Lynch is running well. And Carr, I think, is getting better every week. Uh, Cooper was held without a catch and only played eight downs or ran eight routes. So if he's back and healthy and he get Crabtree back and Lynch, who's running hard, and, and Carr, is, that's just playing better right now, I think this is a good spot for Oakland. Um, I, I definitely know by Dallas, still no Zeke. And it's just, uh, I mean, yeah, this, this is, I think, an incorrect line, but the public perception that Dallas is still – in the playoff hunt, I guess, mathematically, and, and who knows why, but I think this is a good spot for Oakland. 4% chance. They have to win. Uh, Atlanta has to win or lose the last two or three. And it's like, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I, I think just like if you match them up um, that on like positives and negatives, I think the Raiders are definitely ahead of the class there. Um, they're just really... Mentally, I, I think they're just out of it. I, I don't know how much you watched that, that Raider game, but, like, they were, like, purposely dropping passes and stuff. And <laughs> like, I don't know. I would totally just bench Crabtree. He is not, he is not a mental, mentally capable of playing football right now. I don't know what happened. Uh, that necklace was attached yeah. to a thing or something. But, yeah, it, they... They had given up before, you know, the whistle had blown to start uh, last week's game. You make um, me feel really bad about placing this bet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you uh, you can uh, win or die with Dallas too, but I'll tell I'll you this. Go- I'll tell you this. I'll- One, two, three, four. The Raiders are closer to the playoffs than the Cowboys are. Mm. Still behind our Chiefs, though, and Chargers. They're the nine seed right now. All the more reason that a primetime game will bring out the best. Ten, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, let's let's roll, right? I'm with you. Let's let's go Raiders. One last one last effort. Come out of nowhere. You know. Put put away the bad boys in Dallas. All right. Oakland thirty, Dallas twenty seven. Okay. Let's do it. Money line. Um all right. Well I will uh let's move on. Let's move on. Final final primetime game of the week. The Atlanta Falcons, somehow still in the playoff picture at 8-5, and five, tied with the Seahawks, are six-point favorites at the Tampa Bay Bucks. Falcons need a win here to maintain that playoff position. Um, Bucks, another disappointing season. They've lost three in a row. Army, what are your thoughts here? Uh, did you guys watch much of the Saints-Falcons game? I, I didn't see much of it, but... I Every just... play. I had heard that it was uh, more of uh, New Orleans sucking than Atlanta winning. Um, so I don't really have a, a feel for that. Obviously, um, they're in better position than Tampa Bay. But this seems like just way too much, too many points, divisional game. I don't know. Uh, I'll go with the Bucks here. I'm with you. I'm on the Bucks. Too many points. Agreed. Uh, Atlanta going on the road. Primetime home team getting points. Give me the Give me the points. Hmm. I. They just played Tampa Bay week twelve, I think it was, and, and beat them by two touchdowns. Um, they beat Seattle, beat the Cowboys, beat the Saints. 
That was um, a that was a closer game than two touchdowns though, that uh, that came a couple weeks ago. I, I think yeah, I watched part but, of that. Yeah. And I I I watched a lot of the uh, Saints uh, Falcons game on Thursday because it's it's right during league bowling night and it's on the TV in front of me. So <laughs> I'm watching this. I think I chalk it up more to just TNF, just just playing games on Thursday than it was like any team either doing well or bad. Um, both teams were dropping passes and and. I don't know. Um, I, I think this is a good spot for Atlanta. I just, I think Tampa Bay just quit. I don't know what the deal is with Winston and Cutter and Evans is basically invisible. Um, I, I think this is just a shadow of a team, and I'm not going to put any faith in in, in this Bucks team. Um, I think Atlanta has has something to play for, and and I guess like I, they don't play well at home. The Falcons, like I think they're. Barely a 500 team at their own stadium. It's just they're not a, a big home home team yet. So I think they travel as well as they do at home. I think this is a, a, a good spot for them to show that that they're still like big dogs and 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 worthy of the playoffs. Hmm. All right. Okay. Well, let's go to our pick games of the week. Um, Matt, why don't you take this one? Oh, baby. So, if you haven't heard, Jimmy Garoppolo is undefeated in the NFL. Um, <laughs> Two-time Super sad- Bowl champ. Sadly, I think uh, this week is the, the end of that streak. Um, Tennessee is a good football team. The Niners uh, are not. They had their slight burst of energy here um, with their savior uh, coming on board. Um, I just... Um, I don't. I don't see why Tennessee is a dog here. Uh, this is an easy bet for me. That's crazy. <laughs> you uh, loving the Niners? No, but I mean, but how can you bet against Jimmy G? Like all he does is win, and it's less than a, a field goal. Titans are terrible. Titans are a playoff team. <laughs> they are in the somehow. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think I, I'm with you, Army. I, I like the Titans here. Oh, <laughs> Mariota is a turnover machine, but they have a really legit running game, and I don't I don't see the Niners stopping that. What is there to like about the Niners team other than Jimmy? Can you name two other players on their team? <laughs> I mean, the winning the game. Clock. That's what matters. <laughs> winning so. games. They're winning wins. games with Jimmy and G. And like Tom Savage and like fifteen fans. Concussed Tom Savage. Oh my goodness! That was spectacular. Did you see the the gif, Roy, of his seizure? No, no. So he got. Uh, I mean, we're laughing, but like he got. He took a hit, blow to the head. And oh, he started well, like yeah. seizing on Stop the ground, twitching, like his yeah. hands were twitching, and then they put him back in the game. Yeah, yeah. Like I love the NFL follow up the next day. Like we're gonna investigate what happened. <laughs> What's there to investigate? <laughs> yeah, like that guy's fired, and like, I don't understand what it's like. All on the billboards, everyone in the stadium sees like your quarterback like writhing, like unconscious. Uh, <laughs> what are, what are they like? They have blindfolds on, I guess. Bill O'Brien's comments, like if I'd seen it, he's benched. Like what are you looking what are you at? Watching? Are you yeah. not watching the game? <laughs> I was looking at my clipboard. Didn't know he got hurt. <laughs> if I had seen it, <laughs> if I had seen it, I guarantee you that guy had to get in the doctor's face and be like, "He's not Tommy Pansy. He's Tommy Savage. He's going back in." It was, 
that's a, another it's just a mark on the league where it's not even hard to identify like oh maybe it didn't get concussed but like I heard that from all the way over here like he probably is really hurt right now we should take a second <laughs> we don't have that's uh that's a whole commercial that we missed so we're not going to do that it's uh yeah it's pretty incredible that this is allowed to happen but huh, this country's got bigger problems Maybe someday we'll get to the point where we can fix some of these poor, sad individuals. Do you see Larry Johnson um, supposedly is saying he has CTE as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, hmm. I think yeah, that's what's going to take is like some of the like figurehead guys coming out. Like you know, I I can't imagine like the Aikmans and the Mannings are gonna. And it's sad to say this. I mean, I love watching them play, but I can't imagine you have you know ten plus concussions that you're gonna be you know, riding off into the sunset, living a super healthy life. I mean, when, when you start to see some of those guys, the guys that have been really public faces uh, for the league for many years start to deteriorate quickly, uh, hopefully something will get done, something that doesn't involve a you know $200 million deal for Goodell. Yeah. Heavy Football. notes. Heavy notes. Sports. Yeah, Sports. Gu- guaranteed Sports. to see a maiming. Where else can you uh, get that promise delivered on a weekly basis? All right, Roy. What do you like? Um. So, I had a lean toward Cleveland this week. Um, oh, getting all those points. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I know it's uh, it's tough. I I mean, KC was one that I liked strongly, and the other one that I feel like is a trap. If if KC is the prime time game that we covered, Seattle at home. Getting or laying was, I mean, a point and a half. What I see, yeah. Um, Short favorites. Yeah, I, I think Seattle is a good home team. I think this is where they step up and reassert their dominance over the Rams. They've already beaten the Rams in LA, correct? Um, so this would be for the division, or at least to narrow the gap. Or if yeah, Seattle this this would put Seattle there. ahead. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think they do here. Um, I, I think this is a, a, a good spot for Seattle uh, as a short home favorite. Um, it should be more like, I think, three, just with the, how close this division is, how good Seattle is at home. But again, I guess this defense is injury-ridden. It's the Russell Wilson show and nothing else. Um, but I think that's enough here, and I do like Seattle quite a bit. Mm. I I was leaning that way as well. I like Seattle as a short home favorite. I think they are very close to the Rams um, and, 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 you know, home field for sure means a lot. I will say, I think the Rams are probably a little bit embarrassed in losing that game to Philadelphia um, last week. And now I am leaning more towards them uh, just given some of the situational pieces about, you know, not losing two games in a row and, you know, they're, they're going to bring it. There's no, there's going to be no shortage of effort, uh, you know, going on the road to Seattle with the division on the line, a lot of pride in play. Um, so it'll be a fun game. I yeah, I'm I'm not strong on 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 this one, but yeah, the the Rams have had a crazy like schedule last five weeks, facing at Vikings, Saints, Cardinals, and eh, Eagles, Seahawks. Like that's murderer's row of the NFC, all the elite, and I mean, and, yeah, like losing two in a row. I couldn't see the Eagles losing, losing two in a row, but the Rams. I mean, it's just this is a tough spot for them going up to Seattle. Mm-hmm. I think that's a my my input on this would be that uh, I I 
I took probably a, a bad bet last week with the Rams versus the Eagles. It was probably just winning a close game and a coin toss to win. And with it being, you know, sub three points, you're really kind of just like rolling the dice there. Um, I think this is equally in the same spot here. So if if you're leaning one side or the other, then you would rather just bet the money line um, for for Seattle. Um, obviously, I'd, you know, if you lose by one point, then, you know, shoot yourself. But you know, <laughs> I think just getting a couple extra dimes on, on your bet might be, you know, a little more juice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so my game of the week, uh, I really like that Kansas City game that we talked about, uh, but I'm not. we're going to skip that since we already talked about it. The other game that I'm looking at, it's tough, but I think the Giants plus 7.5 is attractive. I got burned on them last week. That's a, I don't know if I could go back to the well there. but Just give up on them. They're terrible. They're terrible, but the Eagles come in with an injured, uh, injured Carson Wentz. Uh, that that one looks tempting to me, um, but I'm gonna actually go. I'm gonna go with. Oh, it's tough because now I I was gonna be on Pittsburgh getting points at home, um, but Pats to lose two games in a row seems seems unlikely to me. Yeah, uh, very much so. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit torn up here. I kind of like Arizona on the road four and a half against Washington. I think Washington's done. Um, I think I'm going to go that way. I think I'm going to go that way. I'm going to take the Cardinals in the four and a half. Uh, I I don't love the Cardinals team, but I think they are a well-coached team, and I think the Redskins are a poorly coached team. So I'm going to roll with uh, with my friend over there in Arizona and say that they they win this game, and they have they still have a chance, right? I mean, they're mm, nah, I guess not six and seven. Yeah, they're 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 probably finished. But who's your friend, Bruzarians? Bruzarians, yeah. I think he's one of the what three coaches that I like in the NFL army. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on there four and a half on the road at Washington. Um, but I will say I like I like Pittsburgh in the points here. I think that's a that's a scary. That's a scary game to be laying points as the Patriots. You go into Pittsburgh, but eh, they have good they have good history against them. So I'll be on Arizona week. That's my best bet. Mm. Such a strange number. I, I just don't know what to think when it falls in between like four and six. Like, what is that number? Like, is it all like based on scoring uh, chances? I guess um, over under is still like kind of in a, a medium spot. So. I don't know. I mean, you look what at pe- not pe- score. They people, are, uh, you know, have, have sort of looked at the uh, the Chiefs and kind of written them off, you know, to the point where they're now home underdogs to the, to the Chargers. Look at the Skins. I mean, they've they've lost four or five. They got you know gave up thirty eight to the Vikings, thirty four to the Saints, thirty eight to the Cowboys, thirty to the Chargers, and they beat the Giants. So, you know, not very impressive. They did beat the Seahawks right before that, but then they lost two games before that again, giving up. 33 and 34 points. So this is a really terrible defense. Um, and, uh, you know, that, favored, that, yeah. That, yeah, I, I don't think you can give more than a field goal here. Uh, so I think there's, there's clear value here. Um, but yeah, you, you can't love Arizona either. So Gabbert train, maybe a week, a week best bet for me. Um, so before we wrap up though, I do want to talk about futures. So Pat's losing actually increased their odds. They're back up to 275. Steelers at plus 350. We're talking Super Bowl, of course. Vikings, 800. Saints, 1,000. 
Eagles 12 to 1, Falcons 14 to 1, Rams 16 to 1, Seahawks 18 to 1, Jaguars, Packers, Chargers 18 to 1. Oh shit. Um, well, we, we didn't even talk about uh Rodgers coming back. Yeah. Just kind of an interesting one. I guess the line already moved that quickly. They dug that game out against uh, Cleveland last week and really kind of uh, pulled bolts them back into like contenders. Um, they'll probably have to win out, right? Probably. Yeah. What's that line at now? They're yeah. at uh, eighteen to one, but you know, two to weeks win the ago, Super Bowl, to run the table on the road and win the Super Bowl, tall task. Yeah, that team has problems. They'll need to uh, win what, like seven straight games? Sure. I think if you like the Packers, you just you just roll it over every week. <laughs> yeah, because that's what they'll have to do, I guess. Yeah, because they can't they can't lose a game. Um, but you know what was it the 2000 gosh 2013 2012 Cardinals? Right. Uh, yeah, where Warner just got hot. More than no no uh, sorry the the baseball Cardinals who were like oh. 15 games out and then they they like in September and somehow came back and won the World Series. Sure. Yeah, why not? That was the one where the guy, some guy hit like a, he, he got, I think 250 to one on them to win the NL and 500 to one on them to win the world series. Uh, cause they were, yeah, like 14 games out with like 26 to play or something just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so anyways, yeah, so I, 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 that's not one that I like. <laughs> um, yeah. I think I will say, I think this is, this is your best chance unless you believe the Steelers will beat the Patriots this week. Uh, I think this is the best number you'll see on the Pats for the rest of the year. Um, plus 275 to win the Super Bowl and plus 140 to win the AFC. Um, I think that's that's pretty good. I took some more money. Uh, I put some more on them um, this week. And then I also like the Saints at, at 10 to 1. Uh, now that the Eagles are down, uh, it's really – and the NFC, it's Vikings-Saints. And I think the Saints, um, they have the pedigree. They have – I still trust Breeze more than I trust Keenum, even though Keenum has been amazing this year. Um, so I'm gonna. I, so I put some. I I, I put a, a pretty good chunk on on New Orleans. Um, you don't like yeah, uh, nice. MVP candidate Nikki Foles? <laughs> uh, not if he doesn't have Chip, Coach Chip. I don't know. He looked fine to me. He looked serviceable on like a good team. So like it's basically what you get with Keenum with the Vikings. I mean, Kim has had a longer track record this year, um, but I think Foles can just run a football team. Just don't make mistakes. That's probably what they're going to be asking him to do. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I have a hard time seeing Nick Foles standing on that stage holding a Super Bowl trophy. <laughs> I need to be able to envision it, and I can't with with Foles. Big um, Dick Nick. <laughs> Big Dick Nick. Yeah, no, I, I think I think uh, I think I, I like the Saints. I like the uh, Saints. I like the Rams still. I like the Vikings uh, all more than I like the Eagles. After watching the Pats play uh, on Monday Night Football, I really I'm not going to rush to the window to bet the Pats. Like Brady looked off to me, no fire. He had no connection with any receivers. I don't know what was going on. If that was just his struggles in Miami or bad spot well, for I them. Think just without I think um, Gronk. Gronk. Yeah, no Gronk. It's kind of pretty big, you know. Uh, yeah, but he still can't hit like Edelman or I mean, I mean um, 
Amendola or Hogan, like Gronk not being there should mean that he can't hit those receivers at all. I, I would bet your defensive coverage changes a whole lot when Gronk's on the field. Those, those guys are no names, you know, without Gronk on the field that they, they can get covered properly instead of having a DB covering the tight end, you can put a linebacker on them. Sounds like like a, it looked like a really weak offensive play calling, like not targeting a wide receiver for the first what like quarter and a half of the game. It was all checkdowns and like running back screens. I don't, it was just it was like weak, timid play calling. I don't know what the deal was. A lot of Anybody. people have written off the Pats in the past. I don't think uh, I think that's that's when you historically that's when you want to bet them is when they have a bad loss. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Doesn't look like the line hasn't shifted in that matter at all. So I think there's still plenty of faith. I, I think um, just without is Gronk Gronk's done for the year, right? What? No, is that one game suspended? suspended. Yeah. Right, right, He's right, back right. on Sunday. No, no, that's my bad. He wanted the week off for, to get ready for Pittsburgh. Those guys yeah. were all partying, anyways, in Miami. Come on, they're, they're ready now. Ugh. All right. Well, I don't. You know, I I have my money at fourteen to one on the Rams right now, and it went to sixteen to one, and I I still think they're. It's like a coin flip with them, the Vikings, and really the Eagles. I don't, I don't buy the Saints. Are they going to be hosting games? Let's see. Um, it depends. Yeah, it's still a lot to be determined if, if the uh, the Eagles, uh, Eagles or Vikings, would have to falter. Um, they'll 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 have at least one home game, assuming they can hold off the Panthers. Uh. It's yeah, it's not for sure, but let's see. So they. I think they've beaten they beaten the Panthers twice, right? Yeah, so they, they they'll have the tiebreaker, uh, and they have Jets, Falcons, Bucks, Panthers have Packers. Oh, that's unlucky. Packers, Bucks, Falcons. So yeah, Jets. That's a free win. I think Saints. As long as they don't look past them, Saints are going to have at least one home game. And yeah, I think if the Saints go into Philadelphia and Foles isn't looking good, I think they're probably a favorite there. So ten to one. Poor Jags. No, not even a part of the conversation. No love. Just, yeah, uh, I have a hard time believing Bortles. Same thing. Yeah, it really is. Well, I mean, it is the QB thing. It really only is. Because like, he, he seems like if you put Keenum on this team, they'd be like even more valued than the Vikings. Because their defense has been out of control. Great yeah. this year. Yeah, they're they're the best defense uh, by points allowed by far. Two hundred two points allowed. Uh, the next closest team that I can see here looks like about two hundred two twenty five is the Chargers. Wow, wow, right. I had no the idea Chargers. Chargers that's, kind of, that's why the Chargers have been good. It's not been Phil Rivers. Then mm-hmm. don't get that twisted. It's all been their defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I. I'm not putting money on the Jaguars either. <laughs> you have to go very, very much farther to get to that number. Um, they have the best but, differential in the uh, AFC. Yeah, and they're still mm-hmm. you have no hope, no, no <laughs> chance. They're just gonna walk into you know whatever the divisional round and just get slapped by a real team. Yeah, oh, I, I, I agree. I don't think uh, you've run them into Pittsburgh or New England. I don't, I don't see how they Bortles. Stands up. Huh, who knows? Flacco won a Super Bowl. Anything can happen. It's <laughs> what happens when you throw four times on first and goal. 
Don't remind me. All right. Uh, any uh, any movie chat? You guys see anything in last week? No, I have not seen any movies. No, my movie pass. Seriously, MIA. Still not arrived. I did see Justice League. Um, acceptable. Not uh, not great. Not bad. I just don't, I don't understand the their thought process of how they built up to the you know uh, you know entourage movie. Like there still hasn't been like I know you think the Batman Superman movie is the Batman origin movie, but I don't think so. Superman got his own standalone. Uh, the cyborg guy, who the hell is that? Yeah. Flash. And it, it like one of the also confusing things is that like all their properties aren't in the same like universe. So like they have a TV Flash and like another movie Flash, and it's like what's going on with that studio? Just don't understand. Hmm. It's a little sloppy to be sure. Um, I haven't seen it. I don't know. It's. I mean, it's. Who's it's... clamoring for an Aquaman movie? <laughs> It uh, his role. I'm. These aren't going to be spoilers, but like, these. The, the this has the same problem that some of the Avengers have, where you're like, why is he a superhero? He's not. He doesn't do anything. Uh, <laughs> Aquaman, perfect example of that. Like he, yeah. he has no abilities, other than yeah. apparently super strength. Like he can jump and kind of fight aggressively, but. Never uses water to wash anyone away. Yeah, that's a big. How many how many scenes can you have in water? Really, <laughs> it's like, it is. Oh. It is a real. Yeah, it's a problem when you, like your collection of heroes, their their main abilities are just like they're very strong. Like they don't actually have. Like that was one of the things I think that made X Men so cool was that the the each character was well defined by their ability. You know, Wonder Woman is strong at fighting. Like, Superman is, for the most part, strong at fighting. Like, their fights are, like, punching each other. And so there's not really, you know, there's not a Storm, there's not a Wolverine, there's not, like, all these different ones. I think the heroes, the library of heroes they have to choose from is just not very good. And Aquaman is, yeah, very, quite quite, quite useless in the in the movie. Um, it might also be kind of controversial, but Batman's a pretty bad superhero. Like, I, I prefer human superheroes fighting other or well like not superheroes but like you know but he loses every first confrontation because he he doesn't know what their ability is <laughs> so like in a real world he would die like uh, if there yeah. a thing who could like be like super hulked out and break your back he would finish the job and like not send you to some random prison These, uh, yeah i mean it's it is funny the uh like they they call attention to that in the in the movie. There's a kind of funny scene where they're like, "You don't even have powers." Like, <laughs> <laughs> but then someone yeah someone like points points out like Aquaman. They're same thing. Like you brought a trident. Like, <laughs> what kind of weapon is that? Um, but yeah, and you know, and Avengers has the same problem where like you have the Hawkeye shooting arrows, and then Thor calls lightning down from the sky, and it's like, yeah, why do we have Scarlett Johansson like shooting people with a gun when you have one person who can raise his hammer to the sky and electrocute everyone. Yeah, um, it's like Legolas and uh, Gimli. Like Legolas <laughs> is like, taking down hundreds at a time. Yeah. 
Gimli's like clubbing guys in the knee. It's like, <laughs> oh, like, I don't know. I killed seven, seven ogres. Yeah. <laughs> seven orcs. That only counts as one. <laughs> uh, I will say they had a uh, you know a couple Game of Thrones actors, uh, which is always nice to count the Game of Thrones actors as a new game for me in every movie. Uh, you're bound to see between, you know, one and three, I'd say. Um, so, yeah, they had, I think, two in this one. Um, yeah, worth seeing popcorn movie. And definitely, if, you've, if you're rocking the movie pass, uh, easy, easy choice. Uh, but we're, we're definitely looking more forward uh, to Star Wars this weekend. Uh, don't, no spoilers. Uh, we've, not, we've not even seen the trailer. Um, or at least, I haven't uh, seen the poster. Yeah, you and I. Really? Yeah, Matt, Matt and I have avoided. Guy. I've not That's seen the poster. I've not seen the trailer. Um, a lot of plugging your ears and closing your eyes every time the trailer comes on into a movie. And it's the only like the only movie in the trailers that'll have like a three second black screen. To start. <laughs> like, oh, that's Star Wars. I'm out here. Like. And once you hear one of the voices, I just start like rapidly like humming to myself and uh, cover my eyes for two and a half minutes. Um, but yeah, I, I, adv- I advise you to try it if you haven't, uh, you know, for the future, Roy. It uh, it really makes the movie more entertaining when you are not when you have no expectations and no idea like who the characters are or anything like that. Um, it was pretty cool watching The Force Awakens like that. You know, not having any idea that. You know, this guy's gonna. Even just the poster has so many like has like ten spoilers. Um, you know, the fake Death Star, the you know the guys, different people holding lightsabers. Like just that alone is like oh, a big yeah. spoiler. People having uh, lightsabers is too much for me. Uh, I guess like I just don't like think of it that deeply, or like I see it and it's out the ear the next day. Like there's so much <laughs> building in my head that it's like I, I totally forget about it. So like even seeing a trailer, then it's like I I forget about it. You know, an hour later. Hmm. Yeah, for me, I'm I'm definitely one of those like overthinkers where I walk out of a movie and I have a list of plot holes in my head. So uh, with a trailer, like I feel like these days the trailers they give away so much that I I know the movie already. And if I had seen like I I did watch the trailer for Force Awakens after I saw the movie, and I was like, yeah, you could have I would have seen this trailer and predicted the whole thing. Like it's there was no there were no surprises here. Yeah, definitely like the uh, yeah I did the same thing. The Kylo Ren thing, being Han Solo's kid, I was like that's that's too obvious. <laughs> yeah, I even uh, that, that stuff. Yeah, I didn't I didn't need any of that, and I enjoyed it. And and I think the the Thrones example is the best one for me. Is like once I read the books and knew and had some expectations of what I wanted to see, uh, it ruined season six for me, and so. Uh, yeah, go go the other way. I highly recommend any any listeners uh, avoid avoid trailers for movies that you know you're gonna see. Um, Star Wars, perfect example of that for us. You know, Fast and the Furious. I don't need to see those. Uh, not that those uh, movies can be spoiled because they're just <laughs> not about the story. But uh, yeah, you know, still I still watch trailers for things that I I don't know anything about and and if to see if I want to see it. But if I know I'm seeing it, no need, no need. Fair enough. All right. I, I, well, I think I, I can understand trailers for like things that don't have like a huge following already. Um, if, if they just put up Star Wars coming out December, people would know. That's enough awareness for me. Like the kids are going to be buying the lunch boxes and everything. Don't worry about that. 
but showing parts of the movie is not necessary for me. It's it's funny because um, I was thinking about this uh, when it was when we went and saw Justice League. Uh, Deadpool does that. So the Deadpool like commercial is like Deadpool pretending to like paint something. It's like not scenes from the movie, and there's like maybe yeah. five seconds of scenes from the movie, yeah. and it's like, yeah, if you like Deadpool, the first one, you're gonna see it. And this is all you needed to see was like him being on screen for a few minutes talking about the fact that there's another movie. Um, yeah, why not do that with Star Wars? Why why spend the time? But I think probably a lot of it is like, I would imagine is like internal politics. Is like we spent a hundred million dollars on that scene. Like you gotta show it. Yeah, it's definitely a marketing hype machine. I just wish there was an, a way for me to turn it off. Opt out. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Uh, it's one of the flaws in like the predictive uh, advertising and marketing these days. Like I, we bought like a new toilet seat the other day, and like now everywhere I go on the internet, I'm getting marketed new toilet seats. It's like, how many toilet seats do I need, buddy? Like, whoever is sitting in Amazon, like deciding that I need to continually see more ads for seventeen colors of white toilet seats like no like i've i already bought it like opt me out i've already signed up for this <laughs> you bought deodorant how about these 10 other deodorant <laughs> it's like i've actually this is the one thing you should not be marketing to me because i've already bought it um anyways hey uh i was i meant to ask uh do you like your uh echo or your alexa i don't use it no, we have uh, yeah, we have one of the little ones uh, in the kitchen. Never use it. Yeah, it seems cool. Like if I had a mansion and like, you know, was by myself and could play music as loud as possible. We but... don't have, yeah, we don't have enough attached to it. I think uh, like Will has, for listeners, my brother has uh, like the smart home setup in his place. Uh, at least like some things, so like the lights and uh, you know different like appliances are attached to it, so he can be like. You know, and his he has like smart light bulbs, so he's like dim the lights or, you know, turn the lights blue. Like, and I guess that might be cool, but like all I can do is ask it to play music, and mm-hmm. I prefer to control that on my phone. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it, how how good is it at uh, voice recognition though? Uh, it's pretty good. I mean, you can. Yeah, I mean, it'll it'll hear me like pretty clearly when I ask it, um, for you know questions and things like that. So. I like that. Um, I do like the Alexa bombing thing that people in the news do. Um, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's pretty amusing. Alexa, flush the toilet. Yeah, yeah. No, more like the Alexa order like a dollhouse, and then it orders like five thousand dollhouses for everyone who was watching that show. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Well, good episode. Uh, we'll do it again next week, and uh, best of luck with uh, with all your all your picks this week. Yeah, cash those tickets, boys. Cash those tickets. All right. All right. Have a good night, guys.